0: This is the Brisbane Lions Big Footy Podcast. I'm Kegs and joining me tonight is Jess Walshner of the Brisbane Lions. Let's do it. All right, Jess, thanks for joining me tonight. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty well. Thanks, yourself.
0: (laughs) Very good, thanks. Um, So, as I said before, thanks for joining me. Um, Tell us what you've been up to now. I understand that you're playing for Cooparoo in the local Queensland comp.
1: Yeah, playing for uh, the Cooparoo Kings at the moment in the uh, local competition down here and uh, really loving it. Uh, Great bunch of girls and just, Yeah. yeah, trying to get as much work in as possible and save that money.
0: Yeah, nice one. And have you got some fellow Lions at the club there?
1: Yeah, we have uh, quite a few of the girls there. We've got Captain um, Emma Zilke, Britt Gibson, Ali Anderson and my, oh, Kate Deegan and myself. So yeah, there's a few mm. of us there.
0: And it sounds like a pretty handy team. How are they doing overall?
1: Yeah, we we started the year a bit inconsistent, um, mm. but I think we've really found our form. We've we've won four straight now, so yep. um, I think when we come together as a team, we're we're a pretty good side and can probably go up against the best, which at the moment is Yeronga.
0: Oh nice one. And I see on the ladder there you've kicked a few goals, so haven't lo- haven't lost your goal kicking touch, obviously.
1: No, no, it was good. I uh I had a few games where I got a few more on the board and then uh, you know, just trying to do my bit for the team and um running through the midfield a little bit as well. So it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: Nice one. Um can you tell us how you came to be a Brisbane Lion? Like you were from WA originally, so how did you get on the Brisbane Books?
1: Yeah, so in when 2015 when I played with the Western Bulldogs in the exhibition matches, um, mm-hmm. Craig Stasvich was the coach there um, and he sent me a text out of the blue one day when all this went down saying that the AFLW competition was going to start and just said, fancy uh, coming up for a stint in Brisbane and I didn't really think too much of it at the time and um, I guess I was at a point where I, I felt like a change and needed to get out of Perth and um, I hit him up and said, "Is that offer still on the table?" And he said, "Yeah, no worries." And yeah, it went from there.
0: Nice one. And, and I suppose a year down the track, how's that panned out for you? You happy with that move and how it's all gone?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I honestly, I know it sounds cheesy, but I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And- <sighs> Not only am I loving, you know, the Brisbane Lions, um, I guess, season and, and everything we did there, but I'm, I'm loving Brisbane as a whole. So, yeah, it's been really good.
0: Nice one. Um, well, yeah, let's talk about the season as a whole and I guess the experience of being involved in the first year of AFLW. Can you tell us what it was like? Because it got so much media attention, you know, it got it was so so popular. Um, tell us what it was like being at the forefront of that. Yeah, it was
1: it was. Pretty surprising how I guess big it was. I, I didn't quite expect um, it to be quite the media bonanza that it was. Mm. Um, I guess we're pretty lucky here in Brisbane. Like we we saw things um, on Facebook, Twitter, those sorts of things, but we didn't see too much in the papers. Yeah, um, so I guess it was good for us. We we had that avenue to sort of stay away from any I guess negative um, media attention. Um, mm. But yeah, it was it was pretty I guess surreal to be a, I guess a part of of this thing that was making such a a noise in, in yeah people.
0: um we had Dan Merritt on the show earlier in the year and he spoke about he's obviously one of the coaches he spoke about you guys you know you, you were written off earlier in the year and you use that underdog status to sort of motivate you a bit is that how you felt as well as a player
1: yeah definitely I think that um, for us, you know, we were, we were doing just as much work as, or, or if not more than some of the other clubs and, and we knew mm. that we had a really good team and for them to kind of write us off before they'd even seen us play or anything like that was, um, a, a huge motivation for us to really yep. show them that, um, you know, you can't, I guess, underestimate the, the Brisbane Lions and, and it's something that we took week in, week out, even when we, you know, we're winning, we still use that as motivation.
0: Yeah. And um, the season obviously eventually resulted in us getting a grand final. Um, It was supposed to be played at the Gabba, but it didn't turn out that way. Was that a bit of a disappointing – was that disappointing for you not to get that game at home in the Brisbane heartland where you could have got, you know, a pretty sizable crowd in?
1: I guess it was, um, you know, because for us – you know the Gabba is our home. You know we, we, mm. we haven't trained on there or anything like that, but we did all our gym work there. It's a home of the Brisbane Lions. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that part was disappointing, but I think that once we got the decision, we just turned our heads to the game. Um. We had a pretty awkward, I guess, lead up to the to the game where all the grounds were closed. We couldn't train at proper grounds because of the rains and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I guess that in itself took our minds off where it was. But yeah. to be fair, fourteen, fifteen thousand 15,000 people at a, a home grand final that's you know an hour down the track is it, pretty amazing. And, you know, we've got some really great supporters.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, it wasn't the result that we
1: wanted in the grand
0: final, losing by a goal. Can you tell us a bit about that game? No doubt you guys have had a bit of time now to reflect on, on the grand final.
1: Yeah, I guess I use it. In, in my analogy, is it was the best and worst day of my life all in one. Oh, no. Um, but I I think that for us, um, you know, it, it hurt and it still does hurt, but mm. it, it does build that hunger again to, yeah. to go better. And um, I, I for me personally, I was on the bench in the last sort of three or four minutes in the game and... You know, there's nothing you can do when you're sitting there but just, you know, trusting your teammates to, I guess, get over the line but it just wasn't our day and and that was for a number of reasons and, Mm. you know, things happen in footy and, and sometimes, you know, you've got to lose a game. So, yeah, still disappointed but excited for the future that we have at the club.
0: Um, not to make excuses for you guys, but do you think the whole, you know, will it be at the Gabba, won't it be at the Gabba, was that something that might have distracted you a bit? Because, I mean, it would have been hard because you you guys would have all been trying to, you know, get your family and stuff sorted to watch the game and you didn't even know where you are playing until like a couple of days out. Do you think it was a bit of a distraction that might have factored into how how the you guys played in the end or...? Yeah.
1: Uh, possibly. Um, for myself, um, not really. Um, mm. my family basically said straight up, don't worry about where it is, don't worry about us, we'll get there, you know, mm. just think about the game. Um, so for me I didn't really think of it like that or, or see it like that. But, you know, it probably did have an effect on some of the players, but um at the end of the day we just weren't good enough um on that day and yep. you know, that's just how footy goes sometimes.
0: And do you think that will be a big motivating factor for the women next year, you know, so close, but not not to get there in the end? But, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I think so. I think that, um, you know, it's going to be a large majority of the same